0: for the one holy and undivided trinity amen please be seated i spent this past week on vacation it was a wonderful time of gathering with my brothers and our families for a few days at the beach allison and i always find it especially fulfilling getting to spend time with our nephew whose eighth birthday we celebrated a few days early Like with any trip, the anticipation of gathering, the travel and the wonderment of what will I get to experience always preludes the trip. The preparation for the trip is always anticipatory as well. Sometimes find it interesting though to reflect back though on how over time the actual planning of travel, the actual mapping out of one's route part of traveling has changed over the years. I often wonder how we ever got along without GPS before the onset of Apple Maps or Waze or any other number of travel devices that have come along. I can remember thinking about what a game changer MapQuest was. from Having to use an old fashioned highway map when I first started driving. I can remember having to by an atlas, or stopping at the first rest center to grab a map when crossing the state line so that I could figure out where it was I was going. These detailed maps though were leaps in information compared to what the early settlers had to go by. And I often wonder what leaps we will make in the future regarding navigational tools. These tools, though, have always been about opening our eyes, about letting us see what lies in front of us. We know where we want to go, and we can map our path there, removing so much of the guesswork. The improvements in mapping systems all seek to remove more and more of the guesswork out of our travel. GPS systems today are so improved that from the first generation systems that we can even get traffic updates, accident reports, and construction updates. I think in our Hebrew reading this morning, Paul is trying to relay a sense of this same confidence. Our epistle reading begins, now faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. Indeed, by faith, our ancestors received approval. By faith, we understand that the worlds were prepared by the word of God, so that what is seen was made from things that are not visible. The Greek word for faith is pistis. This word is often found used in Paul's writings. As Paul quite frequently as he sought to encourage the young communities of Christ followers to prepare themselves for the return of Jesus. Pistis, however, had a checkered past in the culture of the early church, as it was the name of one of the spirits that escaped Pandora's box. In Greek mythology, Pistis fled back to heaven and abandoned humanity. This morning, I think Paul is attempting to reframe Pistis for this young community. He's trying to reframe this community's approach to faith. And in redefining faith as the assurance of things hoped for, Paul is tying faith to hope. And the people's yearning for things. For a life unseen, yet promised to those who believe. In an effort to drive home this message, Paul returns to an old but familiar story, one that would have resonated with this young community of Jesus' followers living in Greece. He recalls the story of Abraham and Sarah. First, in recalling God's call of Abraham to leave his home and chart out for a new land that God promised. Not knowing where he was going, and promising him descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky and as innumerable as the grains of the sand on the seashore. This community would have been very familiar with the struggles of Abraham and Sarah as they waited on God. Abraham and Sarah remained true to God, trusting in him and following him without knowing where God was leading them. Trusting God can be difficult to do sometimes. It's hard to stay the course, to remain steadfast in prayer. So often it feels fruitless. Whether watching a sick loved one's condition deteriorate while watching someone else's improve, the questions of why me or why my loved one We want to put God to the test. When we find ourselves in a troubling situation, we are often called on to turn it over to God. We are called to have faith, because faith matters. By inviting God into the middle of whatever situation we find ourselves in, we are trusting God to work in our lives. And releasing the reins and what we perceive to be control. And that can be scary. While we often have hope for certain outcomes, turning to our faith requires turning over control. There's also a second definition this morning, in our reading from Hebrews of faith. And that it reads, the conviction of things not seen. Faith requires us to believe and that what we believe is in is worth believing in. Faith is the fruit of God's grace that flows from the Holy Spirit and that regardless of the path, the destination is salvation that salvation that is promised to us because of what Jesus did on the cross. Faith is like our spiritual GPS, that it guides, directs our actions in our daily lives. Faith gives us directions as we live a life centered on Christ. Today, many of us have some sort of GPS at our fingertips as most of us have smartphones or have some sort of app to access this technology. As Christians, we have scripture and our prayer life to rely on for spiritual directions. All too often, though, I find myself making a wrong turn. Or sometimes I think I know a faster route. Then I hear that spiritual voice and that lady's voice proclaiming, Rerouting. <laughs> Please make a U turn at the next exit. <laughs> While I was able to plug in an address to my Apple Maps this past week to find the quickest routes to meet my brothers, we do not know the address for our spiritual direction. Only that it rests in the love and care of God. It is our faith that will continue to guide us there no matter how many times we make wrong turns. Amen.